0: Well, you're ready, ladies. Hit it, Anna. Welcome to Listen and Learn or Not. I'd like to introduce to you my friend, life coach, Lori, the Laverne DeFazio, after the <laughs> drive. <laughs> and I guess you know what that makes Claire. Shirley. Shirley I <laughs> <laughs> Actually, I have a good Bukity. Cool. Oh. I picture us
1: arm in arm going down the sidewalk in front of the low basement windows. <laughs> right. <laughs>
0: Pepper Incorporated. Right. <laughs> We're gonna do it. Well, my name is Anna D. I'm Squiggy. <laughs> Yo! <Yeah>. Yo, Squiggy. <laughs> what is it? He used to say he used to say
2: something. He had a thing. He Hello did. or Hello. Yeah, they would, what he said? Hello. They would burst <laughs> in they would burst in together and go, Hello. <laughs> oh. oh, this is hey. nice. I'm I'm sitting out on my new back porch and Oh, dogs want to come out and hang out with me. This is nice. I haven't had a chance to really do this. Awesome. Oh, nice. Yeah. How is the backyard? It's lovely. It's really nice. It's it's big, and uh, it's fully fenced, so I don't have to worry about the mutts getting loose.
0: Nice. And
2: um, there's some beautiful trees back here. There's a couple of apples. There's a walnut tree, which. I actually, and you know what? Since this is like going to be recorded for posterity, I want to put this out in the world right now. And come October, I'm—I've have YouTubed already. And I'm gonna teach myself how to harvest walnuts. You gotta <gasps> pull them. It's not as easy. It's not like plucking them and peeling them. You gotta take them off, and you gotta break the husk. And apparently, it's kind of a messy job, and you gotta wear boots and gloves and but here's, clean them up. And here's all the that thing: stuff.
1: my daughter-in-law just got. Uh, moved into a house with a walnut tree and she's trying to figure it out too so maybe I could connect you two.
2: You should connect us up. We could we could start our own walnut tree po- podcast. Uh, I love it. Yeah. Love it.
0: Those, those walnuts inside of those shells, those, those are the, like the really wrinkly ones, right? The wrinkly, ugly shell. Brain. Uh, they look like My brains. dad used to get those. Really? Uh, we had to get one of those, I guess they were walnut, walnut uh, you know, breakers. Nutcracker. Nut <laughs> <walnuts>, uh... <laughs> we wish Nutcracker? you a Merry Christmas. Nut- Nutcracker.
2: Is, that, is that the high-tech term you're searching for yes. yes yes please
1: you know those things that crack nuts what are they called <laughs>
0: <Yeah>. <laughs> didn't you get dragged to the ballet every year since you were the age yeah. of four you know what i, I gotta have one of those nutcracker ornaments i, I couldn't oh. figure out for the but the thing is i don't even know how to use
2: that to crack nuts <laughs> well it's I, definitely a skill i, I mean, think you have to get it's an angle it's yeah. a lever angle game. But, but once you get used to it, you can do it. Yeah, but I think <laughs>
1: with walnuts, I yeah. think you actually like have to put them in a dehydrator for a while.
2: Yes, and I think dry you're them right. out. Yeah. Yes. Or oh, you could just
0: hammer it open or, or uh... you No, know, because
1: I saw the, I saw a couple on the ground when I was there and they're really green, they're covered like it looks they're like green. moss almost. And yeah, then a they're green husk. Yeah, yeah, and then they're green and so she said you've got to put them in the um dehydrator for a while. So that's all. Wow, I we
0: we did it the hard way then. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> probably the wrong way. Oh, yeah. Well, you're still alive. Wow. And listen and learn,
2: right?
0: Uh-huh. Or not. <laughs> cool. Can't wait to see your YouTube video on that. <laughs> love <too>. it. <laughs> well, I don't know, listeners, if you're aware, but Lori is a life coach. She's qualified, certified bonafide (laughs) pony ride (laughs) (laughs) She, she has a book called did not see that coming and a podcast called enough and i hear that claire really
2: really loved this week's topic on Lori's podcast enough i did I did. It's interesting. This one really resonated with, with me this week. Uh, not so much for myself, but uh, for my, my partner. Um, so when I decided to get into radio, I was already in another career. So I basically remade my life at like the age of 30, right? No big deal. Lots of people have their, you know, what what do you call it? Quarter life crisis at 30. <laughs> you change your career. You do that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. She's having it now at a, at a much higher age, uh, closer to the range of 50, mm-hmm. um, where she uh, really wants to get into what's called concept art. Now, she's been an artist her la- whole life. She was born, she like, was literally born with a pencil in her hand drawing dogs and cats. Mm-hmm. She can draw anything. Um, and after all her years in theater, and of course, she's an artist herself, and she's working on a website with, with you know, things that she designed. So all that kind of stuff is handled. But she really has a passion for this concept of, of concept art which is huge in the gaming world, right? Mm-hmm. So oh. every, everything your, your kids, uh, every video game they're on, they interact. And it doesn't matter whether it's a shooting game or a Roblox game or whatever it is, they all, live, they all exist in an environment, and those environments are places with creatures and props and, and stuff like that. And she loves doing that stuff. Mm. But she has, I'm not saying convinced herself, but to use Lori's term, the story she has told herself is that she's too old to get into that industry because it's all these young kids who play these games that are good artists, too. Mm. And I feel like just because she didn't grow up playing Call of Duty (laughs) doesn't mean she wouldn't be just as as, as damn good at, at drawing this building or this environment or this creature as anybody else who's out there doing it
1: in fact know? she might bring and, a whole different perspective because she's not exactly, already influenced
2: yes not to mention that and and again to to use Lori's terms you know Think of the things that, and, and this is from Lori's podcast enough that I just listened to last night, the things that you already bring. She's out, for years she's worked in a collaborative environment, learning how to, with deadlines and understanding you know, what, what people need and responding to clients and putting all of that into a creative environment and then immersing yourself in this world. The only piece she's missing is that she's competing against 25-year-olds. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right? And so... That's the the, the thing that, that that we're working on she's working on, and I'm trying to you know na- help her navigate through it is is how do you express your worth at your age to someone who is half your age, uh, who may have the same skill set on paper but doesn't have that additional 25 years of life experience to go with it? Wow. wow. Well, so here's the
1: thing. Do you know some people that found? their path
2: later in life um i don't personally know it's funny i was in in your podcast you talk about some famous people yeah i'll tell you what i'll tell you one great artist grandma moses who didn't start till well into her into her later years right um and other artists as well okay how Um, about this but but no i don't personally know anyone who's who's done something Quite so it's not even drastic, but it no. feels drastic. Martha Stewart. You know, Julia Child did oh yeah, Martha Stewart. Julia Child?
0: Reading, yeah, Julia Child. Joy. She, didn't, really? yeah. she didn't debut her French chef show until she was like in her fifties. Right. And Joy, I think you
1: say Beharsh, isn't she? Um she's uh, Regis's yeah, wife. Both of you. Yeah. 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 Vera Wang, the clothes designer. You're kidding. She didn't start till she was
0: in her fifties. Right. Viola Davis, she was 49, I think, when wow. she uh,
2: was, yeah. uh,
0: got her first, I think it was a TV show that how to get away with murder. Right. Yeah. Rodney you Dangerfield?
2: You know, I think Jane Lynch didn't, didn't start acting until she was in her 40s also. I think I think I'm remembering that now. Say
1: that one yeah. again, Claire.
2: Jane Lynch. She's a, uh-huh. a, a comedic actress who was on mm-hmm. Glee and a million other things. Right. Rodney yeah.
1: Dangerfield?
2: Um, right. 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 Samuel yeah. Jackson? Yeah. yeah. But what I don't know is anyone personally. <laughs> <laughs> well, you're looking at
1: her right here. Me. Because my kids were raised when I got back into radio and started doing, you know, kind of the virtual coaching and all of that. And now I've created a, um, a actually a coaching school, which is going online soon. And I've done this all later in life. And mostly because I've had to. I haven't had anyone else to lean on. But it is the story you tell yourself. And when we compare, that's the problem with Facebook, is we start comparing. Yes. We have everything on the younger generation. We may not have like Anna and I talked about the newest doctors are gonna be video game players because they're gonna be doing everything virtually and the yes. you know, right. But right. we have this whole other perspective and we are the mentors. And we bring so much knowledge and so much insight and so such better communication skills. Yes, that's a thousand
2: percent true.
1: And so when we start comparing that, that story is just going to get right in our way. And, but when we think about this, hey, all these other people did it late in life, and this is what I really want, and I don't want to be one of those. I have a friend who's a hospice nurse. She tells me all the time the biggest regret is that they didn't do that
0: one thing they loved. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. They wish they would have. Right. right. You know, Lori, you, um, on on that podcast, I just listened to it this morning mm-hmm. because Claire told me she listened. <laughs> and, <laughs> Thank you. Uh, she, you know, I, I noticed that your friend um, Precious, mm-hmm. Precious, yeah, she, mm-hmm. she said that uh, this is somewhat of an anti-aging culture.
1: Yes, wasn't that and, a good statement? You know,
0: that that sometimes hinders a lot of people and and gives them less confidence. When you said that she's afraid, oh my gosh, the younger kids uh, might get the jobs or, you know, or no stuff. But the thing is, uh, she has more life experiences than the kids. She's mm-hmm. seen more and she could bring a lot to the table. And, and I feel like bosses, including the video game world kind of bosses, will want to bring like a diversity of, of people young and old to bring all the ideas because that's the only way you can have a really good spectrum right. of ideas is right. to have that diversity. And, and my, they, my
2: view on that is, is you know, okay, well, it, it's the old story about any job really, getting your foot in the door. You know, mm-hmm. you're not just your resume. You need to really talk to somebody. Mm-hmm. And I feel like a business that welcomes her input and wants to talk to her rather than a business that she has to force her way into is going to be better off anyway like i don't i don't want to have to go in into an interview behind the eight ball convincing somebody that not only am I right for the job, but my age is irrelevant, right? Mm-hmm. I want to go in with somebody who has a completely open mind and is judging me fully on the merits of whether I can do this job, not what I look like compared to everybody else. And to tell and that, you, that... and that's tricky because yeah. they're not all like that, right? In any job, I don't care if you're if you're looking for you know, food or the postal service or whatever you're mm-hmm. looking for. You know, you want to work for someplace that wants you. But here again is
1: two things. Number one, she's in the perfect
2: area. Because right in Medina, we've got the,
1: but the other thing is this is, you know, the young people, they put out their, their, um, uh, resumes, they get all the keywords, but us older people, we know what it means to knock on a door, to make a connection, to find someone who knows someone so we can get a conversation. And that makes all the difference. Yes. So it's, it's almost like it's this dig deeper, you know, for every, but, 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 There is a counter to it, and I think that, you know, it's interesting to, if she is willing to explore that, Mm
2: -hmm. which
1: I would be happy to do with her, uh, if she would be willing, maybe we could record it and use it as one of my um, broadcasts, but that, you know, finding that place in her that knows
2: deep down what she knows. Right, right, right. Oh God, you just said that really well. <laughs> Finding deep down in yourself the place that, that you know what you know. Right, right. Wow, see, that's the thing. Sometimes you say things and my brain just goes. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I love about you.
0: <laughs> oh, yeah, Oh. That's going to be exciting to see her, mm-hmm. you know, like yeah. portfolio of, of, uh, of things. And you know what? If she could like incorporate some of those classic, The classic case. Idea. Idea, brainstorm. And the retro Uh, stuff.
1: You know, every generation wants retro from her generation.
0: Please bring back (laughs) paper boy. (laughs) Paper (laughs) boy. I leveled up a few times. (laughs) (laughs) And to see her
1: do it, imagine the hope she's going to give to other people. Because during COVID, a lot of people lost their job and maybe even their career. So by her having the courage to do this and a partner that is so loving and supportive, think of the hope she's going to give to other people to say, follow your dreams seriously. It's worth it. Yeah.
2: Yeah, let's hope so. And I, and I may take you up on that on, on having you talk to her because because <laughs> like with all spouses, when I say it, it doesn't count. Right. How many <laughs> when you say? Yeah. It. How, how many <laughs> times do they tell you something and you're like, yeah, I've been saying that for years. <laughs> I know. And I'm saying, believe me, I'm just as bad. She, she's been telling me things for 20 years and I just I go, yeah, yeah, that's not possible. And then someone else will tell me and I'll be like, honey, guess what I heard today. I see how I <laughs> so, yes. Good. This is exciting. Cool. I love it this. Is. It is exciting. It is cool, but I just think that's the a wonderful thing about, you know, not just you, Lori, and, and, and your podcast enough, but so many other things. It's like, I don't know what the, I think there's an expression for it. When you find something just at the time that you needed it, Right. you know, like yeah. this is something that's been swirling in our heads and boom, there, that podcast was like, Boom, the first thing I saw when I like checked my phone at 8 mm-hmm. o'clock last night, there it was. Um, yeah. Everything's out there. The, for, for all the bad on the internet, there's some really good stuff too. Or I guess in this case, my personal Facebook feed, but it was timely, but you know, I guess you have to be open to those moments.
1: Yeah, and there's a saying, it says, when you're ready, the teacher shows up. And how often mm. do we see a book or a movie or we run into someone in the weirdest place like the grocery store
2: right, right when we need them? Mm-hmm. Right, yeah. right, right. Cool. Wow, well, that's I'll it, exciting. I'll keep you posted on the on the next steps. You know, I feel
0: like just because now now my household is surrounded by video gamers. Yes. Um, and we are about to get a VR VR unit. Um, <gasps> wow. Wow. Fun. Um, yeah. I, I don't know if um if Sharon would want to do this, but like you know, try to play some of the games that are out there today. Play some of the ones that are out there that were, you know, that she used to play when she was a kid. Yeah. And just
2: kind of, you know, just. <laughs> yeah, that's a great idea. She has done a little bit of that. Um, I don't know if you guys ever listened to uh, a 98 Nine The Bull in the Morning, The Fits in the Morning show. One of our characters is Ryder the Young. And uh, he is like the video game king, and uh, we went over to his house a few months ago because uh, she actually had applied for a job at one of the companies that runs some of the software that he plays. And we sat and we watched him play uh, one of his games for a couple of hours, and he was explaining, you know, different ins and outs and things about it, and what the terms are that you would call a certain, you know, and theater has a set of terms, gaming has a different set of terms. So we did. He's my, uh, as Laura would say, he's my, he's my, he's my awesome. mentor. He's my awesome my. My youngin' mentor. Yes. Um, yeah. As far as that goes, Ryder. was great. He was adorable. He's like, and then I can do this, and then I can go here, and then check this out. But he understands exactly what she was looking for. Like he would stop the frame and he'd go, now look at this texture over here. This is like this bombed out building from World War II, and look at these posters. And I mean, the detail is is wow. amazing, and 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 this kid's zeal for the detail is is also amazing, and and so that it was fun to watch the two of them just nerd out together on. You know, I was playing with the cat, but uh, <laughs> it was it was pretty great. Awesome. Yeah. What do your kids play?
0: Well, they play like Fortnite. Sure. Um, mm-hmm. Gosh, there's this one. I I don't even know the names of some of them. Like, uh, my son plays this one where this the cars are in an arena and hitting a big ball. <laughs> and the cars right. can fly and then um one game Oh, it's called it sounds called like super hot it, it's a shooting game but it doesn't involve blood the people like they shatter like glass or something like that and sure so that the creativity is so darn crazy hey when the kids go to bed you
2: need to grab that vr helmet it's a lot of fun i don't know if you can see concerts through that but can you i'm sure you can if you can't yet you will they I better. mean, I, th- I think especially right now we we were just talking about this this morning with with COVID. You know, everything's being reinvented now. How how concerts are going to operate, and in yeah. it, 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 I mean, already you've got you know major stars that are putting on drive concerts specifically recorded and formatted for a drive-in movie, so you go see it in your car. Now, why bother doing that when you could just VR it right yes. to the helmet on your head in your home, right? Yeah, and yeah. have a have a three sixty you know massive immersion experience at a concert and have them. Uh, simulate a crowd standing next to you just like we're simulating baseball crowds right now right, right so right. so yes if you can't go to a concert yet in it you will you could wh- where do you want to go you want to go to red rocks great you want to go to the gorge great you want to go to wembley stadium well that's not there anymore but you know i mean you <laughs> you just decide i i want to see uh maroon 5 in germany now and nice. you'll be there you know, you know and, and apparently you can watch
0: Basketball games with the VR live with other people, as if you're sitting next to
2: them or something. Uh Yeah, I don't know how. I don't know. So already right now, you you could go, you could attend an NBA game and and in a simulation of sitting next to somebody you know, probably a version of the same software that operates Twitch or any of the other gaming you know services uh, uh, streaming that goes along with those. That's what I heard. I haven't seen it in action. Wow, that's gonna be great. Wow. there's yeah. a um, One of the companies that was testing VR a few years ago uh, out in uh, South Carolina, I went and did a tour of them, and I'm sure this is already mainstreamed, I just haven't seen it in practice yet, is real estate. Uh, <sighs> if you want to tour homes and condominiums from around the world, there's Ooh. a v- VR software you just put on a helmet and you do a complete walkthrough of the home, including the view that you're seeing and all that stuff, and you know, of course, it's simulated. They're only going to show you the most beautiful day, but um, it's still there.'s the applications are are tremendous with that. So we wow. we may never see you again. You may just go live in your little VR right? helmet.
0: <laughs> It'll be like Ready Player One. <laughs> wow. We'll be there. We'll be little characters in your reality. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, if you know, PC, handheld devices xbox nintendo playstation mm-hmm. i forget what number they're on now you know and all sorts of gaming things the possibilities i think are endless and the the demand is crazy good so so yeah knowing that that should really excite her oh here's another thing and i don't know if this helps we do have a coworker. she might be able to point you in the right direction she's yeah. part of a video game thing you know who i'm talking about I don't,
2: but you can tell me later. That'd be great. Yes. Yes. You know,
1: even in this day and age, it really still is who you know. Who you know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
0: Yeah, It's true. Yeah. 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 And I think you know someone, so.
1: And also, like, when I got into radio, I worked hard. I went to school. I did all the things right. And I can't tell you how many people I met that just happened to meet someone in a bar that worked at a radio station. Voila, they're on their show or they walked in one day and said, I want a radio show. And I'm like, how does that happen? When I work so hard, you know, it's like, we just don't know. We just have to keep walking forward until the door is so slammed. You can't go through it.
2: And like you said, be ready when the, when the student is ready, the teacher will present itself, be ready for any of those opportunities.
1: Yes. So cool. Well, the other thing that we wanted to talk about was, and Anna's going to, this going to impact Anna the most, I think, is
0: uh, kids going back to school. Yeah. What made me think about it, um, I'm seeing a lot of my friends posting that they're uh, college kids, they're, they're transferring them right now, they're moving them into their dorms. And then, you know, how uh, the state of Georgia, a bunch of schools opened and they did it in-person kind of instruction, mm-hmm. and it's been like a week for one of them, and now they have like 2,000 people in quarantine, right? Oh, right. really? Uh, right. Yeah, right. Yeah, and yeah. so I, I wondered, I mean, are how you guys, are, are you worried for any teachers or students in your lives that are going to do in-person instructing, or the hybrid model, which is half the week in-person, half the week remote?
2: I, you know, I have a friend who's in Florida um, who just went back to school. She's doing half a class in person, half remote. She has, I believe it's maybe 10 kids that are physically in her classroom and another, like, depending on the date, maybe 10 to 15 kids that are Zooming in all watching the same lesson. That's hard. Oh, yeah. Wow, that's hard.
1: I think for the teachers, it's going to be incredibly hard. Now, my kids, my grandkids go to a private school in uh, California and they are in the they're not on the watch list because they have no cases right now. But mm-hmm. the public schools are not opening, but the private schools are. And so yeah. what they're anticipating is, you know, masks and all that. But now they think a lot of people will probably apply because parents want their kids in school. And so right. there's that whole dynamic as well. And, right. uh, yeah, so. Um, you know,
2: that that's interesting. That that came up. I have also have a friend in Texas who, who is sending her, her kids to a uh, private school. I understand the concept of that where you feel like because you might have a smaller classroom, there's going to be more control than a public school might have. But when you're talking about, you know, 8, 9, 10, kids are going to get in each other's space and get in the teacher's right. space no matter what kind of school you're right. they're
1: at. And they're not going to leave their masks on.
2: No, they're going to have a hard – as an adult, I have a hard time keeping my mask on. Kids are going to fidget with it all day. They may be okay with the concept, but actually keeping it on is – is difficult so i you know i commend any of the schools that are doing the darndest they can to to do this but i if i were a parent i if i were a parent and if i were uh, the spouse or relative of a teacher i i would be concerned
0: like you've seen the picture that went viral from that high school in oh, Georgia, in
2: North Georgia, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm.
0: yeah, where they were all packed like sardines in this, at least in this one picture,
2: right. So and the and the principal said, well, it's only like that when they're changing classes. And I'm thinking, okay, tell the virus that. <laughs> tell the <laughs> right. virus it's only allowed to be active between certain hours. It when yeah, the bell rings, exactly. it has to go dormant. Just in that five minute window, you right. stop yourself,
0: virus. What I read this morning was one district in Georgia, they call themselves, it's the Cherokee County School District in Georgia, began mm-hmm. in-person learning last week, August 3rd. And then as of this last Tuesday, so a week and a day later, that district reported 59 positive cases. Wow. Oh my goodness. So, that made it so that more than a dozen schools in that district had to put their classroom learning to like a, an abrupt halt. Um, and, and maybe people thought it would just take much longer. It only took a week. Mm. So, even despite that, there are the schools in other states are like we're going to do in person. We're going to do in person. But um, here's an explanation, and I wonder what you guys think of this. Like in Phoenix, uh, they're going to do in-person instruction starting this coming Monday. The superintendent says he thinks some families will choose to keep their students in virtual learning, so they'll be at home. Therefore, it lessens the total amount of students that would be in person at school. Well, right. What do you think of that explanation?
2: I kind of get it. <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. I, I can see it. It, it. If it is truly, if there are fewer kids there, and if we're talking about older kids, um, you know, like junior high, high school age and, and that are a little bit more aware of this concept of personal space, yeah. I, I think he's not wrong. As long as the teacher's protected, um, I think it seems to me, on paper anyway, that that could be, that there's a logic to that
0: yeah I mean, yeah. I'm
2: looking at our at our workplace, you know, there are still people physically coming into our workplace, but many, 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 many fewer than there normally would be. yeah, um so how is a classroom different other than you're talking about children? I don't know. I'm just throwing that out there,
1: yeah, interesting. Well, one of the things that, Uh, I know in my sister's school district, she's a teacher. She will be rather than teaching from home, she will be teaching from her classroom. So teachers will be at the school. Uh, But they but students won't be unless they don't have access to Internet. Mm -hmm. Then they will be allowed to come to school. Because, you know, the whole overview of public school is every child gets the same opportunity. So if yes. kids don't have access to Internet, then they will be allowed to come in, which, you know, I think is good in, in a big way because they're getting access, you know, to education. But also then they're doing that online and in person. And the other thing that has been really hard for teachers is their kids that are at risk. They know our yes. home with stressed out parents, and so there's nobody monitoring these kids to get them the health help that they need.
2: Mm-hmm. So if they come into school, right, you know that they get human contact. Exactly, they get socialization. I mean, mm-hmm. think about that. If you if you don't have access to internet right now, it's on a regular basis. It's likely because your life situation is pre COVID more stressful. Correct. Than than others might be at your same age. And um, I totally get that. If they have the means to come in safely, they might, they they get that extra attention that they may not be able to get at home because they're, like you said, their parents are stressed. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, it's a layer I hadn't thought of, Lori. That's really interesting. Yeah,
1: that's really been a big concern for a lot of teachers. And uh, so, you know, I, I feel like teachers are kind of our monitor, and so, even being in the building to me feels a little better than them being at home. And I don't know why, But it's almost like I know where my teacher is if I need her.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But yeah, I, I I really have mixed feelings because, you know my my sister is also vulnerable. Um, and so, you know, I, I worry about that. But then, like Claire said, I look at here, and we're all so careful. You know, and it's it's awkward, but, you know, mm-hmm. it, it's like somebody new comes in we haven't seen in a while. And like the other day, Shelly and I were here when uh, one of the salespeople came in and we were like, oh, wow, you know, we're just about worshiping her at a distance, right. you know. <laughs> and so, you know, I think that if we just recognize it's going to be really awkward. I mean, I think that's how we're dealing with the awkwardness is we all just we know it's awkward. Right. Yeah. yeah.
2: Plus, we all, yeah, we all know it's awkward. Yeah. It's
1: and it's weird. hard to recognize people. You know, we have two new people here that both have shaved heads and they wear masks. So we hardly know them. And <laughs> you know who I'm talking about, Claire. I it,
2: do. I certainly do. And we can't.
1: So I don't even say their name. And that makes me feel like a schmuck. But, you know, it's like, I don't
0: know which the, one the difference is. is.
2: One of them is our big boss. Right. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so you want to get that right, Lori? <laughs>
0: I totally get the whole being there physically makes a huge difference, and especially mm-hmm. you, when you've been stuck at home for a while. Because I I went to the office for the first time last week, and it was like it just seemed better to be at the office. But of course, we did like you guys said, there's it's empty, so it's safer, and it's not that it's just empty in our on our floor of the offices, but the other company that shares the building all the other companies aren't going in either and that makes it easy but uh, right like the
1: elevators think about that just the elevators alone i mean it used to be we'd wait five minutes for an elevator now we get in we go up but when people come back we can only have two in an elevator
2: that's right
0: only two are allowed Mm
2: -hmm. yes
1: According to those oh. dots in there.
0: <laughs> yeah. Yes, the floor dots. Mm-hmm. I was not sure when you showed it to me. Stand I, here. <laughs> I was like, well, where did the other people go? <laughs> <Yep>. Up the <laughs> yeah. stairs. Yeah, walk up the stairs.
1: Right. Yeah. You did get quite the greeting when you did come in.
0: I did. I felt like, I felt like people were coming into our studio area uh, and meeting some of the people. Like you said, I just, I'm wondering how it's going to be when we really truly reopen, you know, which I'm sure it's going to be a, a long time from now. Yeah, yeah, I can't even fathom
2: that actually. Can you it even imagine that? but now I feel like it, it may be 2021. I hate to say uh-huh. that, but yeah. I think, I think it, I think it may be. And uh, yeah, and they're all busy. I mean, I hear the, I hear the Zoom calls going and the teleconferences and the, Emails flying, and it's like you're aware that this stuff is happening, but you miss the people. I miss the the other humans. Mm-hmm. It's like yeah. I see the same four you know boys every day. Yeah, yeah. You know,
0: <laughs> like, do you guys? We're apparently the worst in the world right now, as far as cases and and uh, and death ratios, right? Washington, not Washington, the, US. the U.S. Oh, the U.S. US. Okay. yeah the U.S. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you think? What do you think is happening? Why, why, why have we stayed high and ha- we're having record highs while, while some of the other countries aren't?
2: I don't know. A part part of me thinks it's just the American spirit of of our, our melting pot of of thoughts and values and
0: uh oh, I think we lost her. Did we lose her, Lori?
2: We may have. <laughs>
0: Wait, I hear you you're guys. very
2: robotic right
0: yeah.
1: now. Yeah. Oh, it's I think true. All, all it's... the
2: same things that make up the great character of our country are also part of the flaw of our country. <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, yeah. and and two, I think I mean I think I heard when I came in today that we were down again in Washington State. Uh, I'm not sure. I feel like we are so split on what people believe about it that there are more risks that are being taken maybe, you know, and ev- even like when you wear a mask, people look at you like you're wearing a mask. If you don't wear a mask, people look at you like, why are you wearing a mask? You know, it's like, it feels just so split that you, kind, ca- you know, I feel like people just kind of don't know what to do.
0: And the reason why I'm asking is because I see the same thing. It's almost a pissing contest. Mm-hmm. An old friend of mine Um, On Facebook, he is probably in his, I think, um, maybe mid, maybe late 60s. And um, he is in the hospital, or maybe was, but he posted, don't you dare let them make you think this happened because of COVID. He was, um, like, blaming it on the fact that he has asthma and um, having to wear a mask has caused this. I guess I'm seeing more and more people really uh, fighting it. Like, even if, even if let's say, they did have COVID, they're going to say they didn't. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Almost like that kind of thing. Everyone's like, it's just a flu. Um, I told you my neighbor. <laughs> so, Claire, my my neighbor, I was just jogging, and she went right up to me and gave me a hug. <laughs> she, she truly believes that it's just a flu that's out there. <laughs> well, one you didn't ask me, <laughs> but two, you really got to know whether or not someone wants to be hugged, and if, you know, you don't know if I have any conditions, mm-hmm. and I do have a little minor asthma, you yeah. know what I mean, <laughs> and she goes, no, you know, God will protect you, <laughs> and I'm like, you know what, you might as well have just thrown daggers at me and said, no, no, don't worry, God will protect you. <laughs> So, um, there, are, there are more people than I thought that really don't believe that it's there. Mm-hmm. I don't know if that's what you guys see though.
1: I I do. I see, I really see both sides. And I also see, um, people like wearing masks maybe when they shouldn't. So if they have asthma and they're wearing it in the car when they're alone, oh. you know, that's not necessarily a good thing. Cause you're just breathing back your own air and, um, so, I, you know, I think there's just a lot of misunderstanding. Did you yeah.
0: lose Claire, by the way? Oh, oh there okay. she goes.
1: Drew accidentally oh. can- disconnected the Wi-Fi. He feels
0: terrible. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: We've lost Claire. We've well, lost
1: Claire. We have nothing th- to talk about now.
0: <laughs> well, that's okay. You know, since um, you got to go, maybe this is a good time for any life tips you might want to share for the week, Life Coach Laurie. Oh, yes. One of the things is what Claire talked
1: about is like being too old, is that whenever we think we're too old, too fat, too anything, that is a story we're telling ourselves and it is not the truth. People do things. I just watched a little girl gymna- gymnast, no legs. No legs, amazing gymnast. So whenever we think we are to something to not do what we love or walk in that direction, it is just a force that is trying to keep you from living a wonderful, happy life.
0: Mm. What do you That's have amazing, to share before Lord. we go? I, I'm gonna piggyback off of yours. Um, so I'm gonna talk to the ladies uh, and say, ladies, let's, let's lift each other up. Mm-hmm. Support women on their way to the top. Because, you know, like our society is one that has encouraged Mm -hmm. a culture of women having wars against each other. Right, exactly. And we got to think of it as girls compete with one another. Right. But you know what? women empower each other right and
1: we it's always like we're all fighting for that one spot in the man's world Mm -hmm. we've seen Mm -hmm. this in radio but you know what i truly believe if we come from a heart of there's enough there's enough room then if we don't get it we still love and support that person and know that we will find our place yeah and that way we can be encouraging
0: and when women support each other Mm. incredible things happen true
1: thank you Anna. That is awesome.
0: Yes. Lori and Claire, if you can hear me, I'm honored and proud to call you both my sisters.
1: Aw, you know the feeling's (laughs) mutual.
0: (laughs) And uh, thank you so much for sharing yourselves uh, with the world today. This is us saying our farewells for the week. Yes. (laughs) And thank you listeners for downloading us. Don't forget to subscribe, like, and comment below. Life Coach Lori, how many stars should they give us?
1: We really like five stars.
0: Have a great rest of your week. And to everyone, this is Listen and Learn or Not. (laughs) Bye. Bye. Bye.